So we've been making comments for five years now. That's over 100 episodes and counting. And our plan? Well, it's to keep making more seasons, even more episodes. And when I say we, I don't just mean the Commons team. I'm including you, our listeners and supporters. We can't make this show without you. We can't keep bringing you exceptional reporting every week without your support. We want to make it as easy as possible for you to become a Canadaland supporter. So from now until the end of May, we have a special deal for our listeners. Sign up now for just $2 a month for the next six months. You'll get access to all the episodes of Commons one week early and ad-free, as well as exclusive bonus content from all of our shows. There's discounts on merch, tickets to our live events, and so much more. This is a limited-time offer, and it's a pretty great deal that helps support our journalism. Just go to canadaland.com join or click the link in your show notes to become a supporter today. So, Supriya, we have some news. We do have news, and we have news together. So I think it's best if we approach this like the proverbial Band-Aid and uh, take it off in one fell swoop. So why don't you go ahead and go first? I got a new job. You got a gig. I did. Congratulations. Thank you. And what's yours? I also have a new job, which then means that neither you or I have the capacity to do the show every week. So what that means is we're both leaving the show. Yes, it really is a shame. Um, I think we were building up really good chemistry between you and I, Vicky. And I think we were really hitting our stride in terms of the kind of content we wanted to put out there and just the kind of show that we wanted to put out to Canadians. Yeah, I think we brought the deep sexual chemistry that we have outside <laughs> of the studio and we brought that to Canadian politics. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. A giant thank you to all our listeners, those who've been here since day one with Desmond and Andre, and those who have tuned in once Vicky and I have taken the helm. We honestly can't thank you guys enough. You're the reason why we put out this show. We loved hearing back from all of you, whether that was through email or tweets or you know Facebook comments. We always read them and we always took criticism, good or bad, to heart. So for listeners, you should know the show is going to continue, but not with us. And there's a plan coming up for that. Yeah. So why don't we bring in uh, chief intern and publisher of Canada Land, Jesse Brown. Hi, guys. Hi, Jesse. Jesse. I can't spin this. This is gutting. It's a serious loss. Well, they do say all good things come to a hiatus. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the larger picture here. We took on this project when Andre and Desmond started it. And it was like this very ambitious thing. Like you look at podcasts, people do podcasts about like the things that are most interesting to them if they have like a knitting fetish or they're yeah, really totally. into sports. <laughs> and we would like like to make life hard for ourselves. We're like, we are going to take on Canadian politics. We're going to talk about it, not because we have to, and not because we're like in that world and we're in the Ottawa bubble and it's our jobs to obsess about this stuff. And we're amongst the you know few hundred people in the country who really, really, really care because they're paid to. We're going to talk about this because it actually matters as if it actually matters and in a way that matters. And that for us meant having like this inclusive conversation, having voices that we haven't heard before and aiming our message at people who are totally ignored by the rest of the political press. So that's very nice, virtuous, big talk, but actually executing that has been this like year and a half long project. And those guys did incredible stuff to start working on that and put it together. And there were moments where it just kind of came to life. And then you guys came in and continued that work and it built and it built and you got there. And that's what's killing me is you got there. And that like, that is reflected 
in not just the quality of the show, which I think has never been higher at this moment that you're leaving us. The show's been so interesting. It's been so exciting. It's been impactful. The numbers are as high as they've ever been. The advertisers are starting to pay attention. And like, we're just doing what we set out to do. So it kills me. It kills me that you guys are leaving. But I get it. I get it. And it has made me come to terms to face like a real problem that we're dealing with here. And people who listened to Canada Land yesterday heard me talk about this. It's just a simple fact that all of these great things, these noble goals of the show, you can't like pay your rent with noble goals. You know, you can't tell your landlord or go to your banker and say, for my RRSP this year, I'm filling a very necessary vacuum in Canada's media tapestry. <laughs> I mean, you should be able to try. <laughs> yeah, you should take it out of the world. Um, but like, it is what it is. We don't pay you enough. Like, that's what this comes down to. I feel like we have this retention problem at Canada Land and we are so good at finding really good people. We're so good at finding important voices. And I think we're good at making really good content. But it doesn't shock me that when you guys find an audience and do what you do every week, somebody's going to come in and notice you and say, oh, we can do a lot better than this Canada Land outfit on compensation. I mean, we just have to be competitive if we want to retain people like yourselves. So one of the reasons why it kills me is that this was supposed to be the crowdfunding episode of Commons, where you guys tell everybody to support Canada Land. So oh, the irony. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, and I know that the timing of that it was not a personal dagger aimed at me, but just the way circumstances go, that both of you found these other opportunities right at crowdfunding is just how it goes. And I think that it would be weird for you guys to tell everybody to give you money to keep doing a job that you can't do. But what I want everyone to know is we are going to keep doing this job, but we need to be able to properly compensate people for it. And... I think it would be folly for us to just pretend like this is no big deal and just like, I could call up some people who talk politics and just keep the show going each week until we figure out a permanent plan. But you guys are hard to replace and we want to be very thoughtful about who does this job next and our commitment to diversity and new voices and new ideas and finding the exact right people is strong. So this show is going on a little break while we find those people and while we wait to see if... This conversation we're having with your listeners, with uh, the people who listen to Canada Land Commons and Canada Land, if they are going to help us meet our goals so that we can actually pay competitive rates to the people who do this next. So we are still asking people to support this show. And I think we should do what we were going to do anyhow. We were going to talk about the great work that you've done this past year. First of all, just to recognize it. And also because that is the work that we're going to continue with the new hosts. I think I'm going to start with the Kelly Leach interview. <laughs> I, what you guys have been doing, like you actually made the conservative leadership race interesting in these interviews that oscillate between like us weekly questions and the most kind of like subversively hidden surprise attack tough questions that I've ever heard. <laughs> and from Tony Clement singing to Kelly Leach hanging up on you guys after you asked her some pretty reasonable questions, I have thoroughly, I never thought I would thoroughly enjoy basically like vetting interviews, accountability interviews with people who want to leave the conservative party, but th that's been a highlight for me. 
I mean, yeah, the Kelly Leach, I've never been hung up on before in an interview, too. So that was definitely great. But I think if we want to just go overall with the show, I think we've done... What are you guys proud of? And we've cognizantly done this to to make sure that Indigenous voices were represented. So whether that was following up with um, families of missing and murdered Indigenous women to see how they were reacting to the uh, liberal announcement that they were going to go ahead, or whether that just meant, you know, making sure that when we're talking about pipelines that we have First Nations groups represented because it's actually their land that's, that's being affected. Yeah, I I really love that whatever issue we talk about, whether we're planning it or trying to just figure out how to make a show, we always say, like, what's the voice that's getting ignored here? And I think as two women of color, we always see, you know, there's somebody in politics who's getting ignored. And so I really love the answering the question, are Canadian police as racist as American police? And we got into it and it turns out, you know, statistically, yeah, there's a case to be made that they are more racist than American police and that we brought in not only a black person who's talking about how that issue affects him, but also an indigenous person. And so for me, I love that we dived into the issue and like just tried to take apart a basic question. I like that, you know, I think a lot of people are like, oh, indigenous representation, that's nice. But no, it was urgent. I mean, it's not like the issue of missing and murdered indigenous women was going ignored by the rest of the media, but there was an urgency to this medium, to having people's voices, literally their voices mm-hmm. are in your ear. It's not a, like a list of, of, of uh, there's a thousand missing. No, these are the families of those women speaking to you about an experience that any human being could relate to. That message did not come through through anyone else to me the same way. That was an important thing you guys did this year. Your work talking about the police and racism, the police it, for me was like a very powerful continuation of the work that Desmond was doing when he went and basically slept on site at the Black Lives Matter protest in Toronto. Those were things that popped for me. And, uh, you know, and let, let's let's recognize those guys, too. Desmond's interview with uh, George Elliott Clark. That was like earth shatteringly good. That was such good radio to me. And the interview right after the election that Andre and Desmond did with Ahmed Hussein, newly elected Somali born liberal MP who found out during that interview that the liberals voted with the conservatives, that his own party had voted with the conservatives on the zero tolerance for barbaric cultural practices. He didn't know that until those guys told him that. So that's one of those moments that happens in studio, like, oh my God, you don't see that happening on power and politics. It doesn't happen. Another really great episode that those guys did was when they interviewed Nathaniel Erskine-Smith, who's uh, an MP out in the beaches here in Toronto. And they were talking about the legalization of marijuana. And, you know, Nathaniel was very forthcoming and was essentially just like, yeah, our own government policy is kind of hypocritical and dumb. We should be decriminalizing it in the interim and fully admitting that when, you know, talking about legalized marijuana, that the people that are running the game are all white and how that's problematic and completely addressing that. And, and again, like you said, that's not something you're going to find on Power and Politics. That's not something any MP is going to admit on like Power Play, Power and Politics or any of those boring shows. So I think that that's the virtue of having these candid, in-depth, like long conversations with people in that world is that, you know, in, in a world where people come with their talking points and they've got five minutes and they've got to get the soundbite across, you kind of slow things down and talk to them human to human and stuff invariably comes out as tightly controlled as people in that world are there's only so much you can obscure when you're just like sitting with two smart people who are asking you questions and having a human conversation with you. So like that happens like more and more. And I think that the, the, like just the level of interview on the show has been really high. I think we could go on and on for a long time, but I want to thank you guys for everything you've done here. I know that you guys like left nothing outside of the studio. Like you put everything into the show each week. I appreciate that so much. And though you guys are leaving, I do think that you have kind of like built a framework that is going to make it a lot, a lot easier for the next hosts to work just as Andre and Desmond, I think kind of paved the way for you guys. 
So thank you guys. Really, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks. I know that the organizations that are lucky enough to get you guys uh, have their own plans on announcing and stuff like that. We're not going to step on their toes, but we will definitely let our audience know where they can find you in the future. And for the listeners of the show, I just want to say one more time, the show will be coming back soon. Commons is something that you have bought. Those of you who are crowdfunding Canada Land already, you bought this show. We are going to continue to provide this show. Those of you who are not supporting Canada Land yet, we need you. We need you to make the show strong and sustainable and to keep providing this. We have big plans for the future. We want to take the show on the road. We want to do a better job of regional coverage. We want to take the show to universities. And to do all of that and to find amazing people who will stay here, uh, we need your help. So please go to patreon.com slash CanadaLand. We have some pretty incredible new rewards that go along with these goals of ours. We have a book that we just announced. Vicky is the co-author of the Canada Land Guide to Canada, along with Nick Zarzicki. That is one reward you'll get if you help us out at a certain level. We have t-shirts and all kinds of other swag. That is not why you're going to do this. It's just our way of saying thanks. Please support this show now. We can have things like Canada Land Commons if people support starting at a dollar a month. Patreon.com slash Canada Land. Supriya, Vicky, good luck to you. Good luck to you, Jesse. Good luck. This episode is brought to you in part by the Douglas Mattress. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. One of the best, and I mean the best things you can do for yourself, is to get a good quality mattress. The time is now, people. Douglas is giving our listeners a free sleep bundle with each mattress purchase. Get the sheets, pillows, mattress protector, and pillow protectors free with your Douglas purchase today. Visit douglas.ca slash CanadaLand to claim this offer. That's douglas.ca slash CanadaLand to claim this offer. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.